0: Imagine this, you've had your show, it's been going for a little while now, you've been getting the downloads, but then you look and actually, for the past few weeks and months, the downloads have plateaued. You've not had any growth on your episodes. In fact, maybe, maybe they've declined in numbers. So what do we do when that happens? What do you do when your downloads have plateaued? marketing without social media with me Viv Guy the podcast for people who want more clarity connections and cash in their business. I'll be sharing with you proven techniques from leading entrepreneurs and experts from across the globe to help you to market without social media and to grow your business in a way that actually feels good to you. Welcome, welcome back, my friends. So we are talking today about what to do when your downloads have plateaued. So if you already have a podcast, this episode is for you. If you don't have a podcast and you're thinking of launching a podcast, we'll pay close attention because these five things I'm going to teach you today, these five initial things plus an extra bonus, are going to be the things that are going to ensure that your downloads stay consistent, and you actually grow every single week. And if you've stopped growing, then maybe it's time to have a review and reflect on these five things and see if something needs to be changed. Because it does not mean this strategy doesn't work anymore, which is so often our go-to reaction. Well, podcasting doesn't work anymore. Well, social media doesn't work anymore. Blogging's dead, da-da-da. Whatever those thoughts are. No, every strategy can be effective. But sometimes we need to make changes. So let's dive into what we are going to be looking at today. So I want you to picture your ideal client for me, your ideal listener. Now, imagine they don't know you and they've decided to search for a podcast to listen to, to help them on their journey, to help them with their weight loss during menopause. Okay. Weight loss during menopause, that's what they're looking for. And they're having a a surf throughout Spotify or Apple looking for a podcast. So they may put in a search. They may go to the health and well-being section and they start browsing. Now, there's five download drivers, okay? Factors that are going to determine whether someone is going to download and click on your show. And I want to talk to you about what each of these are today because these can absolutely impact and affect the number of people finding your show and discovering your show. And even if somebody has heard about your show, they come and have a look and these things can be the, the difference and determine the difference between whether someone will become a listener and download your show or not. And sometimes when we've experienced a plateau... These are the first things we need to go and have a look at. The first thing we need to look at is the name of your show. Really obvious. Now, naming is, I always say it's my nemesis. I i struggle with naming things for myself. Why? But, well, I attach a lot of meaning to a name, and sometimes I probably just need to get over it, but I attach a lot. Like I. A name gives something life to me. I'm a very, it's my creative brain, I don't know, but it's its the way it works. I like a name. A name really brings something to life for me and I can visualise it when it's got the name. But the name as well for your show is really, really important because it's going to determine whether it attracts the right listeners or the wrong listeners. And whether anyone is actually going to click on your show because If we go back to some of the previous episodes where I've talked about the three things that have to be true in every business, we've got relevance, credibility, and value. And instantly, on a subconscious level, your show name needs to register subconsciously with your ideal listener, your ideal client, that this show is for them. Because something in that name needs to say, this is me. This is my problem. This is what I need. So if we think about the name of this show, Podcast Sales Made Easy, it's about podcasting and getting sales from podcasting in a really simple, easy way. That's what it's about. So for people who have a podcast or are thinking about podcasting and they're like, I want to make sure I get sales from podcasting, it's all there, how to make sales, how to do it easily. Amy Porterfield, online marketing made easy. So for people who have an online business, they want help with their marketing. That's their problem. And it's easy. So we think about what is the pain point? What is the problem? And so often I see people name things with really obscure names. Really obscure names. And if you, your client, your ideal listener, your ideal client has not got a freaking clue what that show is about from looking at that title, then you've lost them already. So that is a big fat cross, a big fat cross against your show name. So I want you to go and have a look at your show name. I want you to think about those problems your ideal client, your ideal listener has the most pressing problems. What is it? What is the thing they want to solve? And think about your show name. Now, I'm going to be truthful and honest with you here. Your show name might not be what you really wanted it to be. It might not be what you wanted it to be. There are other names I could have called my show that felt, I I don't know, a little more exciting for me, but they meant something to me. But it's not about appealing to me. It's not about what makes sense to me. It has to make sense to my ideal listeners. What are the words they're searching for? What are the types of language they are using? Because again, as people who are experienced, we are masters at what we do. The language we use, the buzzwords, the terminology, it's not necessarily what our ideal client, who is not a master at what we do, is using. So we have to dial into the language that they are using and create a show name that fits because that has to be something that's searchable. Think about the words they are using, they're searching for. And if you haven't already, I highly recommend when you are thinking about a show, when you are thinking about your core offer, is doing some research calls. I call them validation calls. So when you've got a concept, got an idea talking through what are the problems, like what's going on for you day to day right now, what are the problems you've got with X, like the thing that you, you do, because that's where you get a really good firm grip on the type of language people are using. So that's number one. So it can be as simple as changing your show name. The second thing is, Your cover art, the second visual thing. So these are instant things that people see. Your show name and your cover art. That's what they see before they take any further steps. Now, what is going on with your cover art? Is it too busy? Does it blend? Is it literally like it's just so vanilla, it fades in with everyone else's? Because we do not want you to be skimmed over because it just looks like everyone else's. We need to think about the cover art. There is a lot around the psychology of cover-up, which I don't want to go into too much today. But I want you to think about the spacing. Again, if the mind has to think and work hard, if the brain has to think and use and expend energy, it's going to say no. The confused mind says no, and it's not going to waste energy, like figuring things out, because it's all a little bit messy. So it needs to be really clear, really concise, really bold. And this is where we link back to the name as well of your show. Keeping your name short, three max four words, ideally, because the more words you have, the longer your show name, the more it's clutter on a podcast image, on your cover art image. And think about how small a cover art image is when you're scrolling through Spotify or Apple and it, you know, you're know you having a look. It's a tiny, tiny image really. And so people need to be able to see the show name stand out and it has to be visually appealing. And this is where I really recommend hiring a professional designer to do this. Now within my program, it is something that we include. We work with my design team because I hate, like I just, I suck at it. I suck at designing stuff. It's just not ah, It's not an area of expertise. And it's not even an area that I enjoy kind of delving into. It's not somewhere I want to spend my time. So for me, like, outsourcing any design stuff in Canva is always the thing I'm going to do. But also, working with professionals who understand colour, the psychology of colour, how colours work together, who can recommend, like, the type of image, maybe, that you should have on your cover art. I absolutely ha- recommend not getting bogged down in that and letting someone else do this for you. Now, a really great tip is to go and have a scroll through in your category. Doesn't even have to be your category, other categories, categories of podcasts that you listen to, but your category as well. Have a look at three to five. Pieces of cover art that really stand out to you. And think about what is it that appeals? Why does it stand out? And when you work with a designer, share, share that information, share those images, share your reasons behind what you like about those, because that's going to be so, so valuable. And again, I'm a visual person. It's the way I've always worked with my design teams over the years, where I can say, go and design, you know, design something. Give me an idea, come up with a concept, and I'll tell you what I like and don't like about it. And that's the beauty of being able to go to Spotify and Apple and have a look at those cover art images of other podcasts, other shows, to say what works, what feels good, what do we like, what do we not like? Because it's giving a starting point for somebody. So that's the second thing, cover art. And remember, our our buyers are savvy people they are becoming skeptical people and they are they move and, and and buying habits and behaviors change to an extent so we need to constantly be looking and checking in is that cover art still relevant does it still fit is it right amongst the others in my category does it still fit is it cohesive but does it stand out the third thing is I want to look at your show description. I see a lot of show descriptions. And especially as somebody when I'm looking at pitching to other shows, I get to see a whole host of show descriptions. And my goodness, there are some real doozies out there. What do I mean by doozies? Well, There has to be a degree of ego in what we do as uh, business owners, you know, to to be confident at what we do and to put ourselves out there. However, we do not need a podcast show description that literally tells the world how freaking awesome you are. And it is all about blowing your own trumpet. That is the first thing. The second thing I see is war and peace, like really, 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 really long show descriptions. Your show description, again, as with all your content, so thinking about how the purpose of our content and how our messaging works within our content, and you can go back and listen to episode 61, where I touch on messaging and how it's the foundations of all your content, Your show description should very clearly highlight and show instantly your ideal client, your ideal listener, that this show is relevant for them. And that starts, again, by meeting people where they are at. If you have this problem, then this place is for you. If you're struggling with this, then this place is for you. So thinking about the menopausal woman. If you're struggling with weight loss during menopause, no matter what you do, no matter how much intermittent fasting, calorie counting you do, this place is for you. That's how we need to open it. Because yes, instantly, click of a finger, we have that much time for someone to make a decision whether they're going to read on with that description and consider our show. Because, hey, they've got a whole host of other shows that they could potentially listen to. So the first part of that description, we've got to hook them in. Now, yes, of course, we want to showcase a degree of your credibility. Why you? Why the heck would they listen to you? So we are going to include that in there as well. And then we're going to include a little bit about what they should expect within that show. Okay, what is it they're going to expect? So there's four parts that we cover within our show description, but we want to keep it short, sharp, and relevant and on point. That's what's key with our description. So I want you to go right now, if you've got a show description already, go have a look. Does it open with and speak to the problem your ideal client is facing. If not, go revise your show description. Number four I think we're up to, your show trailer. Your show trailer, again, should not be a bio. It is not your place to just spend two to three to four to five, however long many minutes you're going to create for your trailer, just talking about how wonderful you are, which we know you're wonderful and they are going to discover how wonderful they are, but we need them to understand what they are going to get from it. Because I'm afraid to tell you, well, I'm not afraid, I'm brutally honest, with kindness and compassion, but nobody gives H about you. Nobody cares. We're bothered about ourselves. As human beings, we're very, very interested in ourselves. And what, you know, if you're in pain, if you have a problem, you just want to like, all you're going to think about is how can I get away from this? How can I solve this problem? How can I fix this place that I'm in? And that is something we need to address instantly within our trailer. And we also need to keep it very short and sweet. It's not an episode. It is a trailer. So again, relevance, relevance, relevance. Why is it relevant? What are they going to get out of it? Why should they listen? So that's number four. Go have a look at your trailer. Number five. Oh, episode titles. My goodness. Like, this is this is what's going to make the difference between someone clicking on an episode and not the title. It's like the success of an email open rate is all on your title. I mean, that's why they have split testing and we have split testing. So you can try title, subject line A, subject line B. So we really need to spend time. And I am so guilty of this. I am that person with email subject lines, podcast episodes, look at some of my historical episodes, you'll see. My names were rushed because I was always like lastminute.com when it came to creating my content. (laughs) Shit, it needs to be done. I've got to pick the kids up in half an hour. Ah, let's do it. Um, So I would rush things and I wouldn't think about it. But it's so important. It is the difference between a download and not download. It is the difference between someone seeing with your email content, your amazing offer, knowing about a launch, knowing about a workshop, knowing about something that's, you know, so important that you need to tell them and not seeing it. So we really want to consider those titles. So go have a look at your titles. And I really want you to think about, again, dialing in to the problem that your ideal client has, because really what your your episode title should be doing is it should be calling out a problem within that title. That's what we want within there. That's what we need to be looking at. So those are five things you can go away and have a look at right now if you're struggling and your downloads have plateaued or declined. So go and have a look at those. Now, the the bonus, the bonus to all of this is if all of those are pretty solid, if, if, if they are really solid, in fact, then the other thing is, are you driving enough new traffic to your podcast? Or are you relying entirely on organic searches, people searching for to find your show, because if you are, you are not gonna drive enough traffic to your show. There is absolutely going to be a natural atrophy when it comes to the number of people within your email list, listening to your show and so on and so forth. That is natural within business. Do not get hung up on it, don't take it personally. So it means we have to constantly be bringing in new people and organic discovery is not enough. So this is the bonus. This is the the thing. If you are not getting the downloads you need, I want you to have a look at your content. I want you to have a look at your strategy. What do you have in place that will constantly drive new traffic to your podcast? What is that strategy? I talked about this in episode 63, where we talk about discovery content. So I don't want to go into this today, because that's something separate on its own. And you can go back and listen to that episode for sure. But if you're not, if the other five things are solid and your your downloads have plateaued, go and have a look at episode 63 and that discovery content. Look, if you love what you've heard today, I would love, love, love for you to connect with me on Instagram at biv.guy and share with me your biggest takeaway from today. And while you're at it, I know that nobody likes to take the time to do these things, but not many people realize that your review, your rating really helps other people who are struggling in their business to find this show. So if you loved what you heard today, it would mean the world to me if you would take a moment, 15 seconds tops, just to tap the five stars and write a sentence Or more, just letting us know what you think of the show. And when you do, I'm going to enter you into a prize draw. A free giveaway for a free 90-minute one-to-one mentoring call with me directly. Not with one of my team, with me. All you got to do is send me a DM with your screenshot of your review, and we will enter you into the draw. I've really enjoyed speaking with you on this episode today. So what I want you to do now is I want you to go forward. I want you to get the needle moving in your business. Don't have another week of staying stuck, staying where you are. Choose one thing that can move that needle forward for you in your business this week. Dare to try something new. Experiment. Do that thing. And then review the results. And oh my goodness, I would love it if you would tag me or share with me in Instagram what you did. DM me. I'd love to hear what you did. So remember... Dare do review, because guys, I have got you. Tune in for our next episode where I'm talking through why you're not hitting your enrollment targets right now and how to hit those enrollment targets for your group programme or your one-to-one coaching services every single month.